Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast. Today we're finishing off a week talking about exercise and the best ways to train in order to get strong, flexible and fit. And we're going to be talking all about at-home workouts today and how to make them effective. This is something that you really need to know in these days. What's up everyone? In case we haven't met, my name's Rad Burmeister. I'm joined today by Richard Lellis, the man behind the mic. We are two of the founders of Unity Gym and the UMS Unified Movement System, where we turn driven people into athletes. And uh, if you're new to the show, if you haven't tuned in before, consider subscribing to our channel or the podcast where we uh, post these shows uh, daily. And also come and join our Facebook group, UMS Movement Mastermind, where we record these podcasts live and interact with our audience. Today's show is brought to you by our at-home workouts. We have some absolutely amazing five-star rated at-home workouts that we created in response to the lockdown for coronavirus in 2020. And they just get phenomenal results for people. And for the next 72 hours, at least if you're listening to this on the 12th of March, 2021, for the next 72 hours, you can grab those programs at a great rate. So jump on over to the UMS Movement Mastermind if you're not on our Inner Circle email list. And uh, yeah, grab grab the deal. How you doing, Richie? Pretty good, Rudd. Thank you. Had a nice workout. Did some deadlifts this morning. Quite satisfied with my effort. Um, yeah. Yep. I think we're going to talk about a good topic today. Yeah, me too. Especially, you know, Richard and I had a little conversation before the show, figuring out what what it is that we're going to talk about, how we can give value to people, and, and, and we do believe that we, that we are going to give you guys a lot of value because today we're going to be um, talking about, you know, the rubbish that we're seeing other people, other fitness professionals posting for at-home workouts. We're going to be really throwing some stones today. Vinny Brown, how are you, brother? Uh, he's just jumped on uh, and commented saying, absolutely love the at-home workouts. Been doing them since they were first released last March and haven't missed a day. That's so good, mate. And you've had a great result, haven't you, Vinny? You've, you've had a, a really good transformation. Personally, when I did our at-home workouts program, and I was already fit, strong, and flexible before, but I put on about six kilos of muscle. And you can see that through the videos because they're all filmed live. You, you can see my transformation over from week one to week 12 and uh, put on about, um, I put on six kilos. I was 84 kilos at the start and I was 90 kilos at the end, but I actually lost body fat during that period of time. So I must've put on about seven kilos of muscle. And um, we've had people, uh, I, I've had one person say, oh, come on, that's a bit rich putting on seven kilos of muscle. Well, call it what it is, but it happened. Uh, and I was, uh, I was doing everything right during that time, which means I was training five days a week. Of course, I didn't miss a day because I had to do the videos live. So everybody could see that I was training every day. Uh, and my diet was on point and I wasn't drinking alcohol or uh, I wasn't having dairy either during that time. I remember I, I didn't alcohol and dairy free um, three months, except for whey protein powder. I was having whey protein powder. But what we want to talk about today is um, it's really the difference between bullshit at-home workouts and, and workouts that work. And <clears throat> what we see, Richard was talking about there's someone that he follows on Instagram, a fitness professional, um, this lady who's very fit, looks amazing. But the stuff that she posts to do in, in the at-home workouts is just rubbish. And, and I've seen that so many times before. 
Um, you know, what, what we refer to it as is, you know, people that are entertaining rather than, rather than training people. And, you know, workouts, there's, there's certain principles that have to be followed when you understand that the, the foundation of, of, uh, of training, you know, whether you want to lose fat, build muscle, get fitter, get more flexible, um, learn calisthenics movements, whatever it is, you know, there's a couple of basic principles that, that have to be followed. Um, you know, what you're looking for, regardless of if you want to lose fat or build muscle, you're looking for adaptation to occur in the body. So adaptation occurs in many, many ways. You could, you could be enlarging uh, muscle cells, hypertrophying, which gives you the, you know, the, the appearance or the, the, um, uh, the result of building muscle, building more muscle. Um, you could be wanting to lose fat. You could be wanting to increase flexibility, increase fitness, whatever it is. All of those things are an adaptation process that happens in the body. And, you know, there's, there's ways that has, have been proven for through decades of, of good sports science research, like just so many different studies and, and then deployed by strength coaches, personal trainers, um, you know, physical trainers, whatever, for, for decades and, and they work. And, you know, you, you need to, even though you're not at the gym and you're doing workouts that use no equipment, you still need to follow these principles. You can't, you can't just throw it out the window and think that if you're doing uh, workouts that are really designed to entertain you, that, that you're going to achieve adaptation. What do you reckon, Richie? Yeah, yeah. I think um, there's a lot of misinformation in the fitness industry, um, whether you're looking down nutrition or exercise, and you've got this like little niche where people go to to find out how to train, look at people that know more than them, and um, unfortunately, there's a lot of these people out there that are just sort of promoting entertainment and not the most effective way of doing it. And, you know, I, I think it's driven a lot by what's, what's going to bring them money in, uh, what's, what's effective with money rather than what's actually getting people results. And I think also people have gotten confused with um, what actually is an effective workout. You know, they, mm. I think that people... Um, interpret an effective workout by how it makes them feel at the time in the workout or um, just how exciting or stimulating mentally workouts can be and unfortunately sometimes the most effective workouts are the boring ones yeah. ones that uh, take advantage of basic overload principles the variables like time under tension uh, reps sets the tempo um, how much rest you have between like those are all variables that really make an effective workout and unfortunately it's replaced by complexity um different exciting new exercises that don't give you really much bang for your buck mm. um yeah they're more mentally stimulating it's unfortunate really yeah and i think you know as the punter as the person who's searching for the answers for the on youtube or instagram or whatever um you don't realize what as a as a content creator you know, what drives you to create content. And, you know, when you're a content creator and, 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 and this becomes your job and you make, you know, like us, you know, this is how you make your money from selling programs and from uh, doing this online coaching thing. You, you have to keep selling programs. Uh, if you stop selling programs, you don't have an income and then you've got to go and get another job. And what we seem to see is that for what that translates with a lot of fitness professionals, a lot of the ones that have a lot of followers is that they're just constantly churning out new programs. 
And the only way that you can sell something is to make it different from the thing that you've sold before. Like how are you going to sell the same person the same thing? You have to create something different for them and make them believe that that is the next best thing. And you do that for long enough and you start peddling shit. It yeah. just It's just shit that is coming out. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're seeing a lot of. We're seeing a lot of people where you know, their physiques and what they can do is is absolutely amazing. And when they demonstrate the movements, it's like you say, they're, they're demonstrating these really complex movements that sometimes almost look like almost dance moves, dance moves or acrobatics or, you know, breakdancing or something almost because of the way they're doing these push-ups with a flip in it. And, um, and, and people believe that because the person doing them looks amazing. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God, let's do that because they look at those abs. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's but crazy. you don't train like that to no. look that way. I don't. I, we, we've been in the fitness industry for a long time. Richard's been uh, a personal trainer for about uh, almost nine years now. Uh, Yanni and I have been in the industry for about seventeen years. We know a lot of really fit, really successful trainers, and I know a lot of people that have hundreds of thousands of followers that do this stuff. And the stuff that they post is nothing like the way that they work out. It's, um, you know, and, and they even say it, like when you're talking to them candidly, they go, oh, look, you know, it, we just got to do that stuff to, you know, to get views and to get likes and to get followers and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all about grabbing attention yeah. and posting the same thing over and over and saying, um, oh, you know, saying the same message. You got to do this and you got to do it for this amount of sets and blah, 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 blah. Eventually for the masses, it gets stale, I guess, and they want to find something new. And... Yeah, you, you really have to find a way to not fall into the hype, not follow the hype, you know, yep. and, 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 and follow the stuff that, that works. Vinny's saying here, it really is amazing how you can keep progressing the exercises with essentially no equipment, still challenged by these workouts one year later. He's talking about doing our at-home workouts where we've only got four phases that are designed to be done for four weeks. Yeah, it really is, Vinny. And... Um, you know, if you see the way, like Yanni, Richard, and myself, we've all got. Um, I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't stand up next to a uh, a bodybuilder or a physique model on stage, but we've all got pretty good um, physiques, and we don't go through like the cutting and the bulking phases that physique athletes that you see on stage do. If if you don't know that, that is what they do when when you see them on stage and when you see them in their best. That is not what they look like year round. That is what they look like after competition prep and the prep that those people go through is just it's insane you know the level so yanni richard and me we look the same way we do year round you know maybe we'll our body fat percentage will fluctuate one or two percent never more than that um but the uh you know the the way that we train it it really works to to keep us where we're at to keep us strong to keep us flexible to keep us fit and also to be pushing forward, to always be edging forward. And so when we created these at-home workouts, because we've got such a well-established training program, the UMS, the Unified Movement System that balances strength, flexibility, and fitness all into the same workout, it was so easy for us to create an at-home workout version of it. It took, um, you know, to create phase one, Yanni and me, we, we spoke about what we should and shouldn't include for about 10 or 15 minutes, and then I went down and wrote it down in about 20 minutes or 30 minutes because all I was doing was taking the same program that we have in the gym that works so well 
and creating an at-home workout version of it. And what I mean by that is, I'll give you an example. So on Monday we do um, vertical push and pull in the gym. So we do shoulder press and pull-ups or versions of shoulder press and pull-ups depending on if you can do full pull-ups or not. So on Monday's workout, all I had to do was figure out how to create a movement pattern that used the same muscle groups as the vertical push-pull. And because I've I know enough about calisthenics to be able to create this. It wasn't hard at all. So we did a pike push-up on Mondays. A pike push-up is a calisthenics version of a shoulder press. It's still considered an overhead press. <coughs> and we did a, a towel pull-up in a doorway, which means we, uh, we, we used a hand towel to go through a doorway and create a loop, and then we used a full towel on the doorway and so that we could still do a pulling movement. So it wasn't a full body weight pull-up because my feet were on the ground. We just did higher reps and we did a slower tempo so you could still get a good workout. Um, and that's, you know, just one example. You know, on Tuesdays we do uh, squats in the gym. So I just did body weight versions of squats um, where we did things like one and one quarter reps or jumping squats or um, 21s, like basically just overload techniques where we could use our own body weight um, but still doing the squat pattern enough to still achieve... Um, overload in the muscles and overload is basically where you take your muscles to failure and you do that time and time again repeating the same workout week after week for several weeks in this case for four weeks until you achieve adaptation until the body responds to that stimulus and becomes stronger and these are the print this is this those are two of the principles overload and adaptation that we're talking about that we absolutely kept for our at-home workouts, but that we're seeing people just throw out the window over and over again with this stuff, right? Like when you see people posting like a different workout every week, like who, who's doing this stuff? Who's training that way and getting good results? I've never seen it. No, you, you look at the best people in the world, um, obviously they have a gym to work out, but it's the same principles apply. Yeah. Whether it's a home workout, should be a home workout, or not, it's um, you know it's manipulating those variables, um, the load, um, the reps that you do, the sets that you do, how much rest you have in between each workout, each sorry exercise. Yeah. It it comes down to that. Yeah. Not changing the exercise every bloody week. Yeah. Yeah. Or every bloody day. Yeah, Vinny's saying I actually now do them in five week cycles with week five being zero. That's awesome, Vinny. That's really really good. That's a way to progress the workouts for yourself to make it harder because. You're, uh, you know, you're only deloading every fifth week instead of every fourth week. So there's more weeks out of the year where you're pushing yourself at a more challenging um, pace. And you're, you're in the UK, right? That's why you guys are still in lockdown and you, you still can't get to a gym. Is that right, Vinny? Um, yeah, and you know, another thing about the at-home workouts that we made, made really, really specifically about them was that Yanni really drilled into me that like we were filming them in our gym. I had access to the full gym. And I even at some stage, I wanted to use some gymnastics rings to just say, ah, oh, look, we'll, we'll do it with these. But you know, if you don't have them, and Yanni said to me, no, you're gonna do it only with what people would have at home, which means literally the only thing that I used was I used a box, but the box was because I don't have a couch or a bed here. so. I kept saying this is this is meant to represent a couch. I, there's very few people that don't have a couch or a bed at home if you've got access to the internet. And the box was just for the um, hip thrusts, I'm pretty sure. 
uh, is the only movement that we use them for. So you could do hip thrust with your shoulders elevated on them. So I did that, and then we also used the towel, um, which are, are two things that anybody's got at home, and everything else was done with just body weight on the floor. Um, so we doubled down on core. We did a lot of core training in our at-home workouts, um, but we still, see this is another thing I think where a lot of at-home, what I see with at-home workouts that I think goes really, really wrong is that they're really heavy on push patterns and on uh, legs and core. Now you're limited to what you can do. And so our at-home workouts were definitely heavy on legs and core, um, but we still balanced pushing and pulling by using the door. And if you don't, but by using the, the towel through the door, if you don't balance pushing and pulling in your workouts, my God, are you gonna come into trouble? I mean, imagine if all you did, you know, five days a week were workouts that just did calisthenics, because that's essentially what you're doing when you do at-home workouts, you're doing calisthenics stuff, body weight. Imagine you were doing that for six months where you did no pulling. And all you were doing was all that pushing, all those push-ups and um, you know different variations of that's really <laughs> yeah you're really creating an unbalanced body aren't mm. you yeah through the shoulders um, that's not what you want no and if you're looking at a fitness professional that has a balanced body that has good posture good muscle tone through their shoulders and their their back and their chest they're not just doing the workouts that they're showing you where it's just on the floor. And all they're doing are the push-ups and the, um, you know, squats and lunges and abs and, and all of that. Yeah. You know, the other thing that really gets my, um, gets, gets a bee in my bonnet is the, the core exercises that you see people doing for the at-home workouts. Like the variations that they do, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, too complex. Oh, man, I've never seen those things before. I'd never do them. Yeah. Like what Richard means by complex is... is um, it's having these uh, these exercise selections that are so hard for you to do. So on the complexity scale, um, you know, the, the more challenging a movement gets, the more complex it, we, we call it, you know, um, where you it actually starts to become the limiting factor to prevent you from getting better is coordination, yeah. you know. And that's not what you want. You don't want that. You want to be, um, as, as I said, you want to be taking your muscles um through to overload you want to be overloading the muscles and if you can barely coordinate the movement properly you don't achieve adaptation and personally on my calisthenics journey i found that sometimes what looks like quite an easy progression is actually too complex for me and i've had to regress to like the absolute basics because i just couldn't achieve um overload in my muscles you know and again to say that again if you didn't if you just tuned in or you didn't catch the start of it overload is when you take your muscles to failure repeatedly as in week after week until they adapt to what you're doing and become stronger and even grow um, and if you're not doing that in your workouts if you're not getting that right then you are not going to achieve the results that you want like you've got to think about what it is that you're training for and entertainment is an important part of it but at the grassroots if you don't understand that you're trying to build strength build lean muscle meaning to grow some lean muscle lose body fat and increase fitness and increase flexibility. Like at the grassroots, that's what training's for. You might say, I'm training for martial arts. You might say, I'm training to be a better runner. You might say, I'm training to be a better volleyball player, whatever it is. Those things, becoming stronger, building some lean muscle, maybe even if it's only two kilos or something, um, losing body fat, 
uh, becoming fitter and becoming more flexible. If you improve those five things, anything that you do is going to uh, be easier. You're going to be better at it. And if you're training because you want a better physique, then mark my words, that's what you want to achieve. You want to see improvements in those things. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And you've got to... You've got to be smart about this stuff because um, I'm going to answer that question in a sec, Vinny, because I'm going to, that's a good question. Um, the, uh, yeah, you, so it's, this is, you really should be listening to this show. If you're doing at-home workouts and you haven't seen our at-home workouts and you're doing somebody else's, you really owe it to yourself to try it out and see what we're doing and see how different they are. Because I have never seen any at-home workouts that follow real programming principles to get good results like what we did. I, every single one that I've seen has um, this entertainment value thrown into it. And I'm talking about true at-home workouts. I'm not talking about calisthenics or gymnastics programs that don't use gyms because they still use equipment. They still use gymnastics rings and they still use other equipment to do the workouts that they use. They use parallettes, parallel bars, you know, big boxes, um, things that you don't have at home. I'm talking about at-home workouts here, okay? And they rarely include flexibility either, do they? It's, never. It's I've just, never, I've never seen it. It's just about that aerobic endurance, I guess, as well as the muscle fatigue. It's, it's, it's not very well thought out in the sense that um, they're not trying to tackle um, flexibility yep. or, or strength. Or, or they're yoga programs. Yeah. And yoga programs have their strength, but I would never, ever do them and I would never recommend them to most people. And I'll tell you why. They have absolutely zero pulling in them. Nothing. There's no pulling. The, the whole workout is done on a yoga mat. And anybody that says otherwise, you can't pull unless you've got something to grab onto. Yeah. And I've seen so many yoga programs that people do and, and, and most of them are done just on a yoga mat, just with body weight. And they are so push heavy. There's just no pulling. And you only need to look at the elite yogis. They don't have good physiques. Most of them are really imbalanced. Um, there's this modern power yoga that people do where they do all this hand balancing and handstands in it and stuff like that. And they, they have a developed upper body, but it is very rounded. You know, it's that it's what we spoke about before. Um, Yanni's uh, saying, good point. Most are extremely unbalanced. Yanni's watching from here. You're talking about the yoga programs, Yanni. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just so unbalanced. They really, really are. And, you know, anything is going to be good if it gets you off your butt. But once you've gotten past that point and you're going to be putting time into training, you've got to ask yourself, where do you want your body to go? And if you don't, if you don't train in a balanced way, a, 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 a way that balances pushing and pulling movements, like I've just spoken about there, balances strength and flexibility and fitness, eventually you're going to run into problems. I guarantee it. We see it all the time. Um, so Vinny's saying, regarding core work, how do you feel about Russian twist for obliques? Was thinking about that as a progression past the current oblique sit-ups. Um, I don't like them, Vinny, and I don't like them for, yeah, Yanni's saying any at-home workout. Um, I don't like them because there is, there are people out there, people like um, Stuart McGill, who believe that rotational work, loaded rotational work on the spine um, is actually 
causes degenerative um, joint disease uh, over time. And there's people that say that's bullshit, but in all honesty, there's plenty of other ways to train the obliques and to train where you don't do that stuff that there aren't any conflicting views about. So I would rather train in, in a way that has less conflicting views uh, about something like that. You can train the obliques the way that I've taught you how to train them. Um, you know, the bicycle crunches I like because they, they're not really rotational. They're, you're just coming up and crunching and twisting your shoulders over a tiny bit. Um, I, I love those oblique crunches for that reason. Um, the side dish, um, you know, there are other, other versions that you can do, but if you ask the question, um, Vinny, uh, in the online coaching group, I'll have a, um, uh, I can give you a couple more oblique exercises if you need, um, if you're getting a little bit stale with the ones that you've got, there's other ways to do it. Um, Yanni's saying supine or prone Russian twist on a football are okay. Oh, all right, there you go. Um, so it has to be on a football, Yanni, is that what you're saying? Uh, on a football? Um, and if you don't know what they are, that's where your shoulders are on the football and your, your hips are elevated in a, in a bridge position and you hold your hands out in front of you and you basically rotate from side to side. And I think the reason why they're okay, why Yanni's saying that, is because of the way that it um, uses your muscle slings. So you're really activating your glutes your hamstrings, your calves, um, uh, yeah, a lot of muscles that work synergistically to create the movement um, that don't happen in other rotational uh, work core exercises. Um, I think that's what Yanni means means there. But listen, guys, if you if you're training at home, if you're still in this in this lockout lockdown period, or even if you're not. Um, if, if you just want to know how to be able to train effectively without a gym, because people go away all the time. I and mean, when we've got members that go away from Unity Gym all the time and they say, what should I do? And, and this is the answer. Do the at-home workouts. There are so many reasons why they, why they are the best at-home workouts that I've ever seen and ever done. Number one, they deliver the best results that I've ever experienced. I have before and after pictures where I'm 84 kilos and after pitches where I'm 90 kilos and leaner than I've been before, built muscle, looking amazing. I got more flexible and I definitely got fitter. Man, did I get fitter because we had a real cardio um, element to it. Uh, so that's that's the first reason, results. I get results. Second reason is that they're, they're done in, in an hour, in, in literally an hour. Like we, we had a clock going and we made sure that these workouts were done in one hour and they're done in real time. So it's not like you have a tutorial and then you've got to do it on your own. It's literally press play on the video and then I take you through it. Number three is that they balance strength, flexibility and fitness in every workout. So you don't need to do your at-home workout and then also do a stretching session if you want to get flexible. Or you don't need to do your at-home workout and then also do some strength training because you, you know, it was a lot of fitness and a lot of core work but you didn't really do any good strength training. It's all included. So if you haven't already, grab the at-home workouts program from us. This weekend, you can get it for an amazing discount. And of course, as always, if you don't like it, we offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to be seriously tight, you can buy it, watch it, and then tell us and we'll give you your money back. <laughs> I hope you don't do that, though, because this is how we uh, keep the roof over our heads at Unity Gym. 
Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. I really hope you got something out of that. The moral, uh, my Richie, I want to get your final thought in a minute. My final thought is when you're doing an at-home workout, you must not throw rhyme and reason out the window and you have to still follow the programming principles that have been proven to work. Um, entertainment is uh, not the way to go. It's about um, keeping it simple and effective. Yeah, getting results. You know, complexity is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a time to be entertained and there's a time to train. And I really believe, like I've been training for so long and I've done a lot of training methods in the past that were all about entertainment because I just wasn't, I wasn't motivated otherwise. And I can take it back to my martial arts days where um, I always just wanted to do the next shiny thing. I just wanted to learn the next jump keep, the next acrobatic movement because that's what drew me in there in the first place. But eventually after a while, you start to realize that you're not very good at the thing that you're doing. And the same thing will, and then you start going, wow, I need to stop focusing on what entertains me and start focusing on what's gonna give me the results. And the same thing is gonna happen with your training. If you're doing, if you're training, if you're looking for the workouts that entertain you, one day you're gonna have a look at all the time you put in, six months, 12 months, two years, three years, whatever it is, versus the results that you've got. And you're probably gonna be thinking, wow, I thought I would have looked better than this or been able to do more than this. Um, yeah, and you, you, you've got you've to look for those workouts that are, that are more about training, uh, less about entertaining. Hope you got something out of that, everyone. We're gonna be jumping over to our UMS online coaching group now where we provide online coaching specific to whatever people's questions are. Um, and uh, we will see you on Monday. I'm just gonna answer one last question here from Dave Clark or, or respond to one more comment. Dave is saying, the at-home workouts are what kick-started my UMS journey and got me into a habit for consistent training. Really good program. Thanks for chiming in, Dave. And that that's true, isn't it? You you didn't really um, have any anything to do with us before those at-home workouts, did you, mate? That was your first um, exposure uh, to Unity Gym and the UMS. You you stumbled across us during during lockdown when you were searching for some stuff to do on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's so cool that we've been able to. Um, you know, positively impact people's lives from all over the, the world. I, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, but I'm pretty sure you're in the UK. We're all the way over in Australia. So it's really, really cool that we're connecting with people all around the world from this. Um, Tim Hughes is saying, me too. Uh, yeah, that's another, another awesome uh, tribe member, Tim, um, who connected with us for, for the first time during our at-home workouts. So thanks so much, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Hope to see uh, a bunch of you in our inner circle um, doing those at-home workouts soon. And um, everyone in the UMS online coaching group, we'll see you in a minute. Bye-bye. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're gonna have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's gonna get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.